Welcome to episode two. This week we are talking about what makes a hotel great. Is it the luxury bedding? Is it the robes and the slippers? How I love the robes. The toiletries? Is it the bathroom? Is it the space? Is it the view? Or is it something completely different? Citizen Femme actually just got back from an incredible trip with the Fairmont Hotels in Kenya. We went to the Norfolk in Nairobi, the Masai Mara in the most incredible safari, and Mount Kenya. And this week we have with us Ellie Jafari, hotelier, and Brenda Colin, the managing director for Preferred Hotels in the UK. Uh, yes, I am uh, a hotelier over 20 years experience. Across the globe, I started my career in the state and ended up in this beautiful country three years ago. I've done many openings. My recent opening was last year, the Curtain in London, beautiful luxury hotel. 120 room in a very up-and-coming neighborhood shortage. I also did Pulitzer in Amsterdam, which is, I know it's one of your properties. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Mondrian as well here in London. So these are my three recent opening in, within the last five years. Very, here I am. Thank very, you for having me again. Very cool, yes. trendy hotels. Thank you. Brenda. Tell us about yourself. Hi, good morning. So I work for Preferred Hotels and Resorts. I'm also a hotelier. My background um, is I graduated from hotel school in Ireland and uh, came to the UK and spent about eight years working for Hilton in various roles on property and um, in sales. I haven't done an opening actually, Ellie, so (laughs) I could learn some things from you there. Now work for uh, luxury hotel group Preferred Hotels and Resorts. Uh, We have 700 hotels across 85 countries. And I look after about 45 of those in the UK, oh. Ireland, Nordics and Netherlands. So I get to uh, see a lot of my hotels and hoteliers on a day-to-day basis. Brilliant. You're both in incredibly enviable jobs. <laughs> the first question I have for Ellie. Yes. What is a hotelier? Hotelier is, I love this title because most people ask me, what is that? And I have to answer, we get to run hotels, a general manager, MDs. I would say even the line employee called themselves, if this is your career, we're a hotelier, we, we get to run and operate beautiful hotels in wonderful cities and countries like UK. Brilliant. So tell me, Ellie, from a business perspective, is there a magic formula for making a great hotel? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Easy as that. Yes, absolutely. And I think the magic starts with its people and the culture of the hospitality that each property represents. For me, I always started with the team that I put together and hiring and training the real future of the hotelier is where the magic lies and service. That's where the magic is. And at the end of the day, you know, obviously design is amazing. Of course, you know, uh, where the property is, is very important. There's a lot of other factors. But in my opinion, it's that greeting, that welcoming, that door opening, that checking, all of that. That's where the magic is and and the ambassadors of that service. So it's all down to the people. In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Brenda, so the service yeah. sector is booming. We've got new hotels opening all the time. London is such a prime spot for sure. so many hotels. I mean, all around the world mm-hmm. and preferred, I know, working with taking on new hotels all the time. So what for you makes a hotel stand out other than the obvious box checking you have ratings and things like that? Yeah, um, I, I would agree with Ellie. It's really about the people, the face of the property, the team that the MD or the GM puts together. That's what makes it special. So, of course, attention to detail in every aspect from, you know, the welcome when you come through that door, that you get greeted, mm-hmm. uh, if they remember that you've you've been before and they welcome you back. And everything from that smile, just that beautiful hospitality that, you know, this is a business of hospitality and making sure that our team are trained and uh, mm-hmm. that they deliver 
deliver that magic every single time. So the idea of a great hotel is going to vary other than the people within it, so the, the pulse of the hotel. It's going to vary with different audiences. You've got the business traveller, you've got the leisure traveller, you've got the millennial traveller, the older traveller, the bit, all of this kind of thing. So how do you accommodate to all those different audiences? I don't think you can't deliver to everyone. And that's why I don't think, you know, a person who stays in Mayfair will end up in shortage. It's just yeah. not going to happen or vice versa. But once you get an understanding of, you know, where your property is and then you create the services style around it. But what about this next generation of travellers? So Oof. that ne- <laughs> next question, you've got yeah. the next generation who may stay in Mayfair or they may stay in Shoreditch, mm-hmm. they may stay Upper West Village, they may stay sure, Soho downtown, in New York, yeah. downtown. Yeah. But that's a whole new generation of 20-somethings. How do you change the offering for a hotel that's accommodated 55-year-olds for so long? How do you change that and adjust and accommodate them? I mean, I think it's and there's an aspect of training there. I think hotels are very clever at intuitively recognising what type of guests walk through the door. And also they do a lot of research. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of information online. So you can try and find out a little bit about your guests before they mm-hmm. arrive. You know, do your best to uh, accommodate their needs, really. What do you find about this next generation of travel, what are their expectations? The next generation is very tech savvy. Mm. So you better have an amazing social media present to really, and as you said, mm-hmm. you know, kind of do your research and tailor your offerings based on what they're, you know, they're looking for. And if you look at the latest hotels brand that they're committing uh, to the market, they are catering, you know, uh, the, public spaces that they are open and free and call it obviously hot desking. You offer that within your properties and look, for example, the best example is Ace Hotel. You know, they absolutely nailed it in in New York and in London. And I think based on that, you kind of learn as you go and tailor your services Mm -hmm. and tailor your offering. I think the next generation is looking for, from my experience. They're very budget savvy as well. They're looking always for good deals. They're on their phone checking before they come in different deals. So you need to have, you know, that aspect in mind. And again, have a lot of lot of spaces for them to work and have meetings and and use your property as their second office. Interesting. I mean, I think Wi-Fi, um, you know, connectivity, really strong, good connectivity. Some buildings don't allow for that. So in terms of design, you know, Mm -hmm. that we build hotels that actually can uh, allow for good, strong Wi-Fi. But more importantly, I think it's uh, it's about giving them the security that they feel they're going to come in. They'll feel comfortable, welcome. They kind of know their space, but they're able to charge their phones, for example. You know, whether they're sat in the breakfast room, they're sat in the lobby, hot desking, they're in their bedroom. It's on the go, work and life, you the, know. The so joy of finding a plug point. <laughs> exactly. It's near exactly. It's, it's crazy. And, uh, you know, that's the one thing we all need. And we don't want to carry chargers or plugs and all of that. So I think if hotels could do one thing is to think about every single touch point in the property and where the customers are sitting and, you know, how they can deliver that service. Um, just so they helpful. can really feel comfortable that when they go into whatever hotel, the Curtain or the Ace, they know they have access to Correct. that. Yeah. So talking about travel bloggers and influencers, mm. it's a hot topic. <laughs> um, how do you 
receive that from the complimentary stays that they ask for? How do you respond to those requests and that world? Yeah, um, it's it's fascinating. It's just it's a it's a whole new chapter for us to understand. And for me, it was I had a very hard time when you know the request was coming over my desk. I'd be like, what? Not only is free stay, they charge for any posting. And listen, it's a trend. I don't know if it's here to stay, but it's here. And you get all sorts of requests. It's not just, again, uh, I've had many different requests, such as makeup artists and stylists. And all of that was a charge for them, for us to stay in our property for two posts. Plus, you know. Bathtub full of petals. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Lighting, you know, extra lighting, room for them to get ready every day. Not the only room that they would stay. They need an additional room. So it works. You know, and you have to, especially if you, when you're a new brand, you need a platform and they have the platform. They have thousands of people, audience around the globe. And again, even if you directly don't get business from them, you might get followers on your social media platform and the necessary evil. We'll see how much longer we'll be around, but it's here. So you got you got to roll with you it. You got to cater to it. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Absolutely. And Brenda, I mean, Preferred has so many hotels. We do. With 700 independent hotels, we we get so many requests from all around the world. But we're quite fortunate in that we have our own press and social media team. So we actually qualify a lot of the bloggers, the influencers, the press. We know a lot about them, done a lot of research. We check out their background, their history and what they've delivered in the past. So when our hotels get requests, they usually come to us and say, you know, can, can you help us with this? We think it's it's really important uh, that uh, the bloggers and influencers are able to experience our hotels. And we really do want to encourage more and more of that. It gets a little bit tricky sometimes when you've set everything up and then suddenly they're coming with their mom, their dad, their kids, their grandma. <laughs> After uh, everything has been agreed. So for bloggers and influencers that are listening, Mm -hmm. what helps them? What do they need to bring to the table? I think, obviously, their followers. You know, normally the marketing manager of property or directors, they do a little bit of a dialogue via email and understand, okay, what do we get out of it? And again, it's based on how many followers they have, really, and uh, again, what they represent. So if you're a, let's say, if you're a brand new hotel and you just open, someone comes with over 300,000 followers, I mean, you kind of need that audience, you know, and uh, you have to be open to it. So do you follow any travel bloggers or influencers? I don't know if it's a blogger. I just follow a feed, uh, which is the best vacation on Instagram and has beautiful photos, just a couple of lines and uh, photo credit if um, they're following someone else's feed. And I love it because it kind of gives you ideas and hopes and dreams for your next holiday. It's the only one I follow. Just Instagram inspiration. Yes, indeed, indeed. So I'm going to talk about hotel design interior service what is the one thing that you find hotels just keep missing ellie female influence in a design which is astonishing to see how you know if you look at every single hotel that i know of it mainly it's the static of the room it was all set up and designed by men Mm. so they really don't know what we need in the morning when we're getting ready, how much space we need, where do we put as, something as little as putting your makeup bag. Where or, do you put it? Exactly. Yeah. Or where do you sit? Or even shower, you know, and not to get graphic, if you want to shave your leg, wouldn't it be great to have a little something to put your foot on so you yeah. don't have to bend over all the way? Or So all those little details that, you know, a female can help, it wouldn't change anything. You just add on that extra magic that you're like, ah, oh, they thought about us. So to me, that's what's missing. 
I agree. Mine was always a hairdryer, and that's the whole basis of Citizen Femme. I couldn't find a decent hairdryer in any hotel, so I was on a mission to find yes. hotels that it's could important. supply yeah. and a plug near a mirror. Correct. How difficult is that? Correct. It's mad. What yeah. about Brenda? What about you? Yeah, I agree. I think uh, lighting is also another yeah. uh, factor, particularly for women that want to put makeup on in the morning. Uh, I think we all do. So, um, you know, what makes a really good hotel, which was a question earlier, is the hotels that think about that, the positioning of the mirror, the plugs... The magnifying mirror in the bathroom, I think, is 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 really nice touch as well. It's a shame because there's very few peop- few women in senior managerial roles in hotels. Why do you think that is? I think it comes down to the sort of architecture and uh, you know the, uh, the the careers that our children are sort of being encouraged to do, and it's that male female stereotype. Um, but more and more, there's uh, ladies moving into engineering and architecture. So I think we'll see better quality design going forward. How important is the local area and local integration for hotels? Oh, it's very essential. It's very important. The hotels that you see, they do well. Hoxton, Ace, Curtin, you know, and, and so many more. The integration of art and fashion and design and kind of taking on what the environment that the hotel is going to be offers and kind of bring that all inside of your property. It's so important, you know, for us, collaboration with a lot of chefs around, you know, hiring local businesses that, you know, were there 10 years before us. And now that the, the area is booming, it's great to to welcome those within your your property. And I think that's the key success for an area like Shoreditch. So authentic is authentic Absolutely. Is the key words, authentic. Absolutely. Don't change it. Yeah. Be part of the change. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really important to bring that into the hotel and share that with the customers so that they can make the best of their stay whilst they're there. So we definitely encourage more and more um, uh, communication of the local area with our, with our customers. And so talking about inside the hotel, what about the food and beverage? I know when I've always traveled, I've not always stayed in the hotel. I want to go out and explore the local area or the local authentic cuisine or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. I mean, I think food is so important. And more and more, the trend is about, you know, very good quality ingredients, organic food, locally sourced food. Mm -hmm. And I think if the menu is interesting enough, you'll bring the customers in. So it's again, it's about the communication prior to their stay, trying to identify what type of food they'd like to eat when they get there and offering them something that may not even be on the menu, you know, Mm -hmm. something that you can create just for them. So it's really about having the flexibility of the kitchen, the chefs, the staff. But I think it's also about the vibe, having a really good vibe in the hotels, making people want to stay. So, you know, Ellie, you talked about people want to be together in the hot spots, having food that they can eat, you know, at the table beside them. They don't necessarily have to go into a restaurant. But again, it's about, you know, good facilities, good staff, good menus and uh, the flexibility and just having great choice in a great environment. Is there a hotel that you keep going back to? Yes. Or a brand that nails it for you. Yes. Which one's that? The Connell. Oh. Yeah, that's my that's my local hangout. In Mayfair. Yes. I love that property. I have first time I went there it was actually 5 years ago and a wonderful colleague of mine when I was coming uh, to London often and I was very homesick, missing New York and she says, "I know where to take you. I'm going to take you somewhere that you're going to be really really happy." So she took me there and 5 years later, that's my happy place. It's really an inspiration. When it comes to the service, you know, the team there is remarkable. They're amazing. They not only it's, you know, high end and 
obviously the restaurants, both Jean Georges and Helen Rose, are exceptional, but the staff it's phenomenal, and that's what I go back mm-hmm. for. You know, the, not the only the offering is impeccable, but the style of the service, they get it, they recognize you, they understand. You know, obviously at this point, I'm part of the furniture there, so that's my um, that's my hotel. Nice, love it. I love the bar. The love bar. Yes, yeah. my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> you find me there on Sundays normally. Brilliant. Yeah. Brenda. Yeah, I, I have a lot of favorites. I was just going to say, it's like your children. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're all my babies, yeah. and uh, you your know, favorite child. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I can't really pick one because I think I'm in and out of my hotels so often, particularly here in London where we're based. You know, we have different styles. So depending on what I'm doing, uh, I'll choose a hotel. You know, if I just want to pop in for a coffee or to do some work or to see the GM. You know, there's the Harry in Belgravia. It's a great spot, great vibe. I kind of time it so you know morning time you have the sort of gathering of the mums having just dropped off the kids at school you always find a nice quiet space later in the day it's it's much busier with business meetings depending on how I'm feeling really just depends on which hotel shall I pop into today but I love them all they're all my babies yeah. <laughs> they're lovely I'm a big fan of all the firm deals actually yes mm-hmm. they're I lovely love as well yeah. I mean yeah. they're designed by a woman which, <laughs> <laughs> which I love yes yeah um, and they're very Ham Yard is right next to our yeah. office so uh, yeah we're always popping in there for for a quick uh, yeah. quick meeting as well. It's great. What is your opinion on TripAdvisor? Friend or foe? A friend. Oh, it has to yeah. be. <laughs> yeah, friend. I, I love it. It's a, you know, it's a connection between our guests and us GMs and operators. I think it's really important to be connected and understand what we're delivering or not delivering and work on the stuff that you failed to provide. And I'm a huge fan. I love it. I personally don't write anything negative because uh, I just don't. I rather reach out directly. I think that's been in the industry but positive one I can't wait to get back home and shout out to the How hotels wonderful. that yeah and let the world know that uh, there is a this is a special hotel for example I went to Oslo and I stayed at the Thief a couple wonderful. of years ago it's one of ours I know <laughs> I know and it was one of the most exceptional yeah. experience yeah. I was traveling by myself oh my god that, that team that staff in front desk at the bar in the restaurant the chef they're exceptional I think it's definitely good feedback for the management of the property to really it's 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 like a a check just to keep, you know, day to day on top of everything and to recognize some of the team that are doing an exceptional job. Absolutely. Um, So I would sort of ask everybody to, to encourage them to review the hotels and in a positive way, what worked, you know, what what did you like? What didn't you like? Um, but but in a positive way. So, you know, to give uh, constructive feedback to the management so that we can do a better job next time that they come to stay with us. Stay connected. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So how do you personally both choose a hotel that you want to stay mm-hmm. in? Is it word of mouth? Is it blogs? <laughs> Is it Instagram? Yeah. How do you pick? I... <laughs> I guess we know being in the industry, you know, what's going on. You kind of have the insider. You are the insider. So, you know, you know, especially the new openings and new brands, new launches. Uh, So, yeah, I think we I I just kind of know. And and then you have your favorites, you know, when you go when you return to cities. You know, I go to Rome every year. I love Rome and I I stay at Hotel de Russi and I love that property because it's just it's magnificent everything about it is again another inspiration for me as a hotelier when I go there I always tell the managing director that you know they kind of pump up the fuel within me so I come back home to whatever property that I am and I get very motivated and push my team so uh, you, you kind of 
either know what's hot and happening and is new or you go back to the oldies but goodies and the yeah. classics. Yeah. Yeah, I, I use TripAdvisor. Um, I use my networks. Um, mm -hmm. I tend to ask a lot of the general managers or the mm -hmm. managing directors, you know, uh, where would you stay if you were going to yes. a particular city? Because so it's real insider word of mouth. Absolutely. Friends, yeah. Trusted advice. Yeah. You know, what did you enjoy when you when you went to a particular city? What worked? Um, but I think because we're in the industry, wherever we travel, we tend to uh, do a lot of research and uh, check out, you know, the, all of the other hotels that you're not staying at. That's really relaxing uh, for me. Anyway, it's a, it's a bit of a nerdy thing, but uh, I love to see what's new, what's going on, what sure. the vibe is, um, the quality, you know, the welcome that you get when you walk in and uh, what's happening in the city, really. So um, I think word of mouth and... Um, referrals is a huge part of where we choose to stay so definitely bloggers and influencers are so important and the press that comes with um you know within the uh, uh the social space so i look at all of that when i'm choosing a family vacation in particular uh to make sure it's right because you know you don't get much time away a uh, quality time away so you want to make sure everything works yeah. what do you think will be the norm for hotels in the near future? Are there certain expectations or certain things so which hotels will have to do? Exceptional restaurants, exceptional bars, uh, food and beverage. Food and beverage now is kind of took over where 10 years ago it was more the rooms and yeah. uh, rooms is always obviously is going to be relevant, but now the travelers are looking for more of that urban resort experience. Um, they are looking to come into your property and kind of anchor down and have the best food, have the best drinks. And again, if you look at the greatest hotels that you know we just all mentioned, all have that very specific offering that kind of becomes the flagship of your brand within the hotel. So I see, I see that keep improving and get better and better. And yeah. it's going to be a major factor you know who is the chef of the property who is your face of your bar um what are you know what what's a new way of doing the both offerings and um how you're doing it differently so that's that's a future i like that urban resort experience exactly like that term. It's great. yes yeah. yes i think um what i'm seeing more is personalization so you know leaving the guest with something to take away so that they remember uh, that property whether it's toiletries or a personalized pillow um yeah i think it really just making it much more personal for for each guest that comes to stay but i think also um uh, fixtures and fittings, you know, we will expect the same standards within each hotel, regardless of whether it's a budget hotel, a luxury hotel. Um, for example, Netflix, you know, that's that's what everybody wants. The young generation coming, they want that. They don't want to see a big 20-foot <laughs> TV in the bedrooms necessarily. So, you know, they just want access to good Wi-Fi, mm. good movies. And, uh, you know, I think that's going to become the norm. Interesting. Mm. So what is your... Do you have a favorite holiday destination and hotel? Yes. Um, my favorite holiday destination. Well, the hotel was amazing, but, you know, the destination itself, it's remarkable. Um, I went to Ponza last year in Italy, a oh. tiny little island. It very, It's a secret, so I, I don't know if I should say this. <laughs> Secret's out. <laughs> Secret is out. Damn, We're I should going. Yeah, it, it, it was a life-changing experience. It was beautiful, beautiful, uh, gorgeous place that it's really... It's magical. 
Yeah. And the hotel that I stay is Casa de Luna. So it has the most. So it's at the top of the island. So you, you in the morning, you get the best sunrise and evening sunset is must see. Okay. So that's my Thank you. little mm. secret. Yeah. Get away. Um, well, for me, I think I'm so busy uh, traveling to hotels around the world that, you know, when you get quiet time, I just want peace and quiet. So home. for me, home yeah. <laughs> and Ireland being my home uh, where I grew up. And I just love the peace and quiet of, you know, the, the lakes of Killarney or the whole of the west coast of Ireland. So beautiful and always something to do and see. And the weather is great <laughs> at the minute <laughs> everywhere. Um, you know, that really has a, a lot of peace and tranquility for me and uh, lots to do water sports and walks and uh, you know the beautiful culture of the churches etc so yeah uh, you can go anywhere in the world but home is really home is where yeah, the artist where it is. <laughs> and do you have a bucket list hotel I have a huge Brenda. bucket list it will go on for pages and pages um, I think yeah I've you know just want to travel the world and see every hotel um i think it's more about destinations for me so um haven't yet been to iceland so that's next on my list Mm. um to really explore all the corners of iceland um i'd really like to spend more time in asia Mm. and explore the beautiful islands and countries uh, in asia i've been to tokyo but for a business trip so really want to explore japan i think that's going to be the next family holiday um try and avoid the the world cup and the rugby (laughs) uh, everything going on on, but uh, you know it's really really popular I think Japan is such a beautiful country Tokyo city itself is so safe so clean and there's so much more to do there so uh, that's next on my bucket list nice yeah. well I had a complete different answer but uh, I'm going to go with my answer I think the hotel that I will own myself is my bucket list I one day want to own my own property and just kind of build design do the whole thing from A to Z so that's on my bucket list which wow. <laughs> city Ooh, I think, no, I don't think. I believe it will be in UK. Okay. Yeah, that's all I can tell you. Interesting. So not necessarily London. Mm, I can't answer that. Okay. <laughs> we'll follow I'll you. I'll let anyway. you know, yes. <laughs> How can we follow both of you from your Sunday nights at the Connaught to your new hotel? I am on Instagram and my handle is Ellie1276. Thank so you. that's my little social media present. Yours, Brenda? I'm on Instagram and it's simply Brenda Collin. So we will do a quick fire round. I'll give you two options. Just pick your favourite. Okay. <laughs> Brenda, we'll start with you. Croissant or fry up? Croissant. Ellie, breakfast or dinner? Dinner. Coffee or hot chocolate? Hot chocolate. Latte or cappuccino? Cappuccino. Bath or shower? Bath. Massage or facial? Massage. Robes or slippers? Robes. City or suburbs? Suburbs. Hot weather or cold? Either. Oh, oh. <laughs> Contemporary or vintage? Vintage. Social media or digital detox? Social media. Nice. Europe or Caribbean? Europe. Bar or nightclub? Bar. <laughs> Wi-Fi or the pool? Pool. Nice. Cocktails or champagne? Champagne. New hotel or well-established? Huh. Ooh, fire. Both. <laughs> Both. <laughs> That's cheating. <laughs> uh, boutique or chain? Boutique. Adults only or family? Adults only. Uh-huh. Sorry. Well, <laughs> Brenda might pick the same. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wellness retreat or party holiday? Wellness retreat. Unlimited smoothies or unlimited Prosecco? Unlimited Prosecco. Thank you so much for listening this month. If you missed last month's podcast, we talked about well-being in travel and it is definitely worth a listen. In the meantime, make sure you follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all at Citizen Femme. 